Hi, my name is Christina, and welcome to Roller Coaster Brain. On this podcast, myself or myself and a guest will discuss everyday issues that affect our mental health. These thoughts are personal opinion and are not to be substituted for professional help. On today's episode, we will discuss the impact of social media and relationships. All right, so let's get right into it. We all know that young, the younger generation is big on social media, right? It, the millennials, they started with MySpace probably. There's probably something before that, but I remember MySpace being one of the first platforms that I started with. Um, and then there was Facebook, and then there was Instagram, there was, now there's TikTok, there's also, uh, there was that other weird one. Um, I can't think of what it was called, but it, it was like similar to TikTok where you would make videos. So there's all these platforms and there's a lot of issues that they may cause. There are great things about these platforms. For example, you get to stay in touch with family. You get to see photos and just places people have gone and you may connect with people that you would have never connected with before. So that is pretty awesome. However, there is this downside to it of these young generations thinking that everything on social media is real. And when you're growing up and when you're becoming your own person and identifying yourself and becoming you when you're in your 20s and 30s and starting relationships, this could have a huge, huge negative impact on how you might go about things in life. Everything that we have been doing, not everything we've been doing, but there are a lot of things that people post for likes to to get more followers, to get more people to know who they are and approve of them. That's what likes do and reactions do. You're getting an approval from someone else. Now, when this happens, especially with relationships, we don't know that that is real. There are a lot of things that get portrayed that aren't real. For example... I don't know if you guys do, but I used to watch The Bachelor, Bachelorette, all those shows. There are so many couples on there that end up together, and they're on social media. They're posting. Everyone's like, this relationship is great, right? It's perfect. This is how I picture a perfect relationship, and they are so cute together, and they're great. And then the following week, you hear that they broke up, and everyone's like, what? Like they were just in Mexico or they were just in Canada or wherever together and having the best time of their life, right? And it it could be so toxic because people start comparing themselves to a relationship or their relationship to a relationship that's not real. And it is real in the sense of it's a relationship, but what they're portraying on social media isn't necessarily, necessarily real. The pictures you're seeing and everything that go around it 
are just for everyone else. It's not for that couple. And that could get very dangerous, especially when you start comparing your own relationship to what you're seeing. Because people are thinking, oh, that's a perfect couple. They never fight. They never have disagreements. And that's how my relationship should be. And in reality, that's not how any relationship is. That's not how any relationship with anyone is. Um, let alone a romantic relationship. You're going to have arguments, you are going to have disagreements, and you're going to have this struggle during certain parts of the relationship, and that is completely normal. That is how you grow as a person, that is how you grow as a couple, and that is how you learn to either what you want in life, that's or with a person in life, that's that's how you learn that. You either know that you can tolerate something or you can't. And you can't learn that if you want everything to be perfect all the time. It's just not realistic and it's not going to happen. Now, you also have the relationship on social media, which is the relationship with yourself and loving yourself. There is so much on there that people don't realize is photoshopped. And it is so sad because this young generation of people growing up, I mean, I don't know how old you are when you get a smartphone now where you have access to this. It could be, I mean, I've seen kids as young as nine or 10. Um, there's probably people younger who have these smartphones and they they have access to it. And then also the 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds, you know, it started with magazines where you see this perfect image of someone and you're like, that's my goal. Now it's not just magazines, it's everywhere. And there, it, it looks so real and so much of it looks so real, but it's not. There's so much Photoshop that we don't know is Photoshop. And and there's plastic surgery. There's, you know, liposuction. Everything that a normal Botox, which is beneficial in some ways, I will say, you know, it does help with migraines. It, it, you know, if it makes you feel good and look good and you are confident, go for it. Like, you should. You have to do what makes you confident. But then we also get this false sense of, when you do grow up and your metabolism slows down and you're not in high school anymore and you're not in college and can't eat whatever you want, you're seeing these people that you grew up with on social media looking the exact same, even though they may not really look the same. And you think, huh, that that's weird that I, you know... How did I get where I'm at? And and it's like, it's just part of aging. It's just part of growing up. And, you know, we all have jobs at the end of the day. And when we were in high school and college, you played sports half the time. People were so active half the time. And you don't, it's not realistic to be like, I'm going to go to the gym four hours a day. So I keep the same look. So your re relationship with your body starts to change. And people might be like, huh, I don't look like how everyone else does, or I don't look like how I used to. And that could get really dangerous. I've known people in their 20s and their 30s who have said, 
my goal and my weight goal is to get down to my high school weight again. And that is so scary because you are not in high school and you were a kid at that age. You're an adult now. Your body changes so much. And just because you gained weight doesn't mean you're not healthy. You could be in great shape, but have gained weight because you're just, it's just different. There's like a 10 year gap from, you know, that time to where you're at now. And it's completely normal. And the good news is there are a lot of, on social media, there are a lot of pages and things you could follow that are about loving yourself and self-love and, you know, not comparing yourself, not comparing your romantic relationships, not comparing your body, not comparing anything, right? There are a lot of people who speak out about that, which is great. I think that's great. But it's almost over it almost gets drowned out by how much is being thrown in your face of the opposite thing. And then you have, you know, when, when these romantic relationships on social media that look perfect, and then you find out they're not, you have this eye-opening, I guess, time where you're like, okay, well, well, if they weren't perfect, then... That's crazy because, you know, I had, when they start talking about, you know, what happened in their relationships after a breakup or whatever, you're like, huh, that's kind of something that I've gone through. And the entire time I've been comparing myself to this couple. And that's just so bad. Like, no one should compare anything. And social media allows us to do it. And it's human nature. You're just going to do it, which is so, you can't help it. You just can't help it. It's, it's a normal human response to seeing thing, other things. And it takes a very, very, very strong person to overcome that. And that's why when they say people delete their accounts, like I've, I have friends who have deleted their accounts and they are so much more confident and happy in their relationships and themselves. And, and, and there is that like fine line of, but I do want to see what's going on in the world too. And I do want to connect and I do want my family to be able that don't live nearby to see things that are going on in my life because that's, you know, how we could talk about things later and everyone has social media. So you're like, and I also want, you know, to connect with other people, not only, you know, certain relationship wise, but like marketing yourself job wise, you could connect with people on there. And so you don't just want to get rid of it either. Cause then you feel like, well, what else, what's going on in the world? Like you, you really don't know. I mean, I've deleted stuff, um, because, and, and I was so out of the loop on what was going on, but it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. I did it for like three months and then I, you know, got it back and now here we are. But I think our generation, this millennial generation, and I don't want to speak for everyone, because I know some people are very involved and do watch the news and do know things going on. But I think a majority of people stay away from the news and stay away from what's going on in the world. And the only way they hear about it is on social media. 
And and the only way they're able to discuss topics is because I saw it on social media. Now, are those topics true all the time? We don't know what's real and what's fake on there. No. But if you're not watching the news, it's kind of the best... The next best thing is social media. You got Twitter, you got Facebook, you got articles on all these things. And I think it's time. I think everyone needs to take time to evaluate if they're happy where they're actually at in life because they're truly happy and they're not forcing themselves to be happy to portray it on social media and they're not comparing themselves, which is why they're unhappy, because you shouldn't compare yourself. You know, that's the moral of this episode is you shouldn't compare yourself, but it's really hard not to do. So maybe there's been times I've caught myself where I'm like, huh, like that person from high school or that person from college, wow, like look at their life. They're doing great. And they are, like, good for them. Like, that is awesome. And I find myself being like, but why don't I have that yet? Right? What What did I do where I don't have that yet? Or how can I strive to get that? And that's not healthy either because I want a completely different route in life. And I'm. it's just everyone's on their own timeline. And I want a completely different route. And that's why I don't have that. And that's completely fine because I also got to experience things that person didn't because of the different route I went. And and maybe what they have, I will get in the future. So there's a very fine line. It's not even just with celebrities. It's about other people you know that you compare yourself to. We also on social media. I mean, there's the, I think Facebook I saw the other day, they have like Facebook dating. Now I met my fiance on Tinder. So you guys are online meeting people all power to you. I'm, I totally understand it. And that is how people date these days. It's just how you get to know people that you wouldn't get to know. No one, you know, you could go to a bar, but I feel like everyone kind of hangs out with the same people. That's just how you meet is online. So it's totally fine. I I know plenty of success stories. However, when you do meet online and, and look at profiles and look at pictures, you're risking that, that truth behind everything. You don't know if everything's true that that person's telling you. And you could be dating and dating and dating. And then you just find out one day like, whoa, huh, what you just said didn't make sense to what you said before or what we were talking about online. And then you could start discovering things about these people. So even relationships like that because of Facebook or, um, you know, the other dating websites that do, that do come from social media, a lot are linked to those. Um, so you could see how many mutual friends you have and stuff like that. I think that's how Tinder works. I'm not sure how like Bumble and all that works, but I know that's how Tinder would work. And you're like, oh, okay, I feel a little safe because they have the same friends as me and blah, blah, blah. But that doesn't mean they know their friends. Like, I honestly have not even looked at how many Facebook friends I have in years. I'm sure it's, 
I'm, I'm sure I don't even know everyone on there. It's just like accumulated or I knew them at one point, but I don't, I'm probably don't even talk to them. Like, and that's crazy in itself. It's like these relate, like, shouldn't it be like intimate, more intimate? Like the people you talk to is who you want to see on there, right? Not, not people that you don't talk to anymore. It's like, why are we looking at their pictures and stuff? It's like, and then comparing ourselves with these people. It's like, we don't even talk to them. Why do we really care? And we do, but it should just be, okay, this is my family. And I see them all the time or I'm at family parties or, you know, I, this is my family and these are my actual friends. Like, I want to know what's going on in your life. Like, that's how it should be. But it's gotten to this point where it's so much more than that. And a friend on there doesn't mean they're a friend in real life. Like, it's mind boggling to me to be like, oh, how many Facebook friends do you have? It's like, friends, like they're like acquaintances. I don't, some aren't even acquaintances anymore. What do you mean, how many friends? They're not friends. I don't know why we call them friends. It should be like, how many Facebook team members, I guess, do you have? How many team members do you have following you? I don't know. Like you talk about at work. But we, we really need to, not we, but society really needs to take a good look at this. And I think people are. But again, the people who are looking at it are getting drowned out by just life moving forward and no one really caring at the end of the day what it does mentally to just compare and have these platforms where you compare and have these platforms where you could post fake things and people believe it. Because if you're really down, I mean, there's days where I've been, you know, sad or down or whatever you want to call it. There's days where I'm like, I feel horrible about myself. And then I go on Facebook or Instagram and then I see this person, like, you know, this page, they're at the gym, they're working out and I'm just not having a great, you know, week. It's just, man, like I haven't been eating right. I haven't been whatever. And two things could happen. It either motivates you, which it motivates you in an unrealistic way because I think a lot of people's thought process is like, okay, I'm going to go work out and like, I'm going to start looking like that. Right. But it's this goal that's really hard to attain. Like this person that's posting on here has been doing this their whole life, let alone a lot of it is still being photoshopped. So we're trying to attain this goal for our bodies. And then the other thing that could happen is you just feel worse about yourself. You're like, why can't I just do that? Why can't I? And everyone could say, well, get motivated, get out of bed, do whatever. But it's not that easy. Like, it's really not. And then you're in this mindset of you're just even more upset with yourself. And we need to learn to just figure things out without comparing to other people. And the same with your relationship. If you're in a fight, like a romantic relationship, if you're in a fight with like a significant other and you, you're, you know, you're just like, you know what? This isn't, this isn't right. This isn't how it should be. And you're like, okay, well, let's, you know fight's over. You're like, let me just go to bed. And you're scrolling through your phone and you see this picture of maybe someone, you know, 
and they're on vacation, living their best life, being a cute couple. And you're like, wow, I, I really want that. And it could also alter your mental state to be like, you know what? I'm going to stay in this relationship because I want it to look like that on the outside. And on the inside, well, you know, outside looking in. And then when you're on the inside, it's not like that at all. It's just for pictures. And there's also the opposite thing of you do hear of you know, people who do have these great relationships and, and everything on the inside. And then, you know, things might happen. Like maybe someone got upset with someone and people saw it. And then it's like all over, you know, someone videoed something and now you're like all over social media because you just got in one fight and it happened to be in public and someone lost their cool. Who knows? Like people have their phones out everywhere now. And now your relationship is portrayed as this horrible relationship when 90% of the time it's great because of these social media platforms. And it's just crazy to think that something on there could impact someone's life so significantly and someone's relationship so significantly. And again, we all just need to take a step back and figure out in our mind without any influence on the outside what makes us happy and what we think about things and who we are as our own person and I think that's a struggle even more of a struggle now than it used to be because social media you're also kind of doing what society wants you to do because, you know, there's a big push on how you should do things. And if you see it online, you're like, okay, that's how I should do things. You're not really doing it for yourself. You're doing it because everyone else is doing it. And that's something that, you know, may or may not be good. There are great things and positive things on there. But there's also some negative things. Like those, uh, what are those trends called? Like the Tide Pod trend or whatever people were doing. I mean that really like people were eating Tide Pods as like a cool trend on TikTok or something like kids like that is so dangerous. And how did that trend start? Social media. And then there's so but then there's good trends too of like you know like the ice bucket one that ha was for the fundraising. Like, that was great where people would get ice porn on them and then us, they would donate a certain amount of money and then call other people out and that trended. And that was, that that's awesome. So if you're using it for good, it's great. But then you just have dangerous things going on too. And then you have the other things on social media of people coming home from school, like high school kids, even college, I'm sure this happens, which I don't know. I don't know for sure. Obviously, I haven't, I know there's more research on high school, but like the amount of bullying has increased and that's a relationship with like your peers at school. The amount of bullying has increased from just being in the schools to being everywhere now. You come home 
And if you're, say you're young, okay, and you come home, and you're like, huh, I had a really rough day at school. People were not nice. Like, now I'm at home, and cool, I'm in my safe space. But then you go on your phone, and then you have comments and messages that mean people just just post or send to you. And you can't get away from that where you used to. Like, I remember when I was in school, like, if something happened and, like, I was at home, I don't even think I had, I mean, I had a flip phone. Like, no one could bother me once I was at home. If I didn't want to talk to you and I was at home, I didn't have to talk to anyone. But with smartphones and, like, just how easily accessible everything is, you really can't get away from it. And if people are going to say something mean to you, they're going to say something mean. And then what do these kids do? They're like, well, I'll block this person. Well, no, because then they tell everyone at school what you did, and now you're going to get made more fun of or whatever. Who knows what happens? But you just can't get away from it. And it's really hard. I could totally see how it's so hard. And then people wonder, well, why is anxiety so high these days? Why is Why are more people depressed? Why are, you know, and what? why are more... Things just mentally going on with people. And a big thing that has changed has been this relationship with social media that affects relationships in your everyday life. But we all are still going to do it, which is crazy to me. Like, I'm still going to go on Facebook. I'm still going to go on Instagram. I'm still going to share my pictures. I'm still going to follow people that I probably don't know. And I'm just being vulnerable here because it's like I know it's I know certain things are are wrong and I shouldn't compare certain things. But again, it's human nature and I know I'm still going to do it. And I think it doesn't matter how many times someone tells you that's not how it should be until you delete it. You're still going to do it, but you also don't want to delete it. I mean, it's very entertaining too, like scrolling through TikToks, scrolling through Instagram reels. Like you see ideas that you might not have had before and you're like, oh, that's really cool. Or you see new recipes. Like that's just how we do things these, this day, this day and age is social media. That's how we learn a lot too. We learn a lot from there. So you're not really necessarily going to get rid of it. Because if you get rid of it, then you have no idea what's going on either. (laughs) And it's like a lose-lose situation, right? I guess you could clean it up and kind of like get rid of certain people or things that are negative towards you. And you're like, okay, well, now when I go on, I'm only seeing the stuff that makes me happy. But how long do you keep that stuff off of there for, right? And then you see, and then you add something else and you're like, whoa. Or some weird article pops up and you're like, let me read this. And then, you know, we all get those, I don't know, those random articles on Facebook that pop up and you're, it's like clickbait and you're just like, let me click on this. And then you read it and you're like, I don't know if the story is true or not, but oh my God, did you hear about what happened? So there's that. (laughs) And so I guess at the end of the day, I know this is just random thoughts about relationships, social media. Just keep in your mind that you don't need to compare yourself to others. You don't. The only person that needs approval in your life 
is yourself. We all have family. We all have whatever. But the only person, and we all have friends that, that we could talk to and family. I get it. But the only person who controls anything you do in life is yourself. And the only approval you need from anyone is an approval from yourself. You don't need anyone else to approve anything. Do we want everyone else to approve things in our life and just be like, oh my God, look at them. They're awesome. They're doing great. Of course, like it feels good. But do we need it? No, because if you are truly happy yourself and truly happy in your relationship with others, why does it matter what anyone else thinks? It shouldn't matter at all. And I think you realize that as you get older, but when you're going and you're, when you're in your 20s and 30s, well, like early 30s, I guess, and you're just like on your own and, you know, living your life, you're walking into a lot of things that, that make you think a certain way that you don't even realize until you sit down and reflect on it. And it's important to reflect. And that's part of the reason, you know, I'm making this podcast is, one, it helps me reflect on things. And I hope it will help others to relate and maybe help them reflect on certain things that might be happening in their life. But we're all in this life together. There's going to be crazy things that happen all the time. And scenarios that happen all the time. And what's that quote? Like, life is a game or something like that. I don't even know. <laughs> but, you know, it's a game of life. They literally have a board game called the game of life. Because if you look at it, it is a game. And you have to just try to navigate it and do your best with all these influences coming at you. You just have to do your best every day and really try and take things not even day by day. Sometimes you just need to take things hour by hour to figure it out minute by minute and just be like, what am I going to do this next minute to make something more positive or to make me think more positive? And we just do, we just have to do that sometimes to get through a hard time. And, you know, I, I really hope even reflecting on this and realizing you don't need to compare yourself to others, which it is a no-brainer. A lot of people are like, well, no, duh, you don't. But we all do it. That's the problem is we know we don't, but we all do it, right? So I hope this helps some of you kind of reflect and just a reminder that you don't have to. And if you do start comparing yourself to others, maybe come back, listen to this episode and realize, again, the only approval you need is from yourself. Thanks for listening, everyone.